0: This is the Stupidly Small Podcast for Monday, 17th of September. Make that November 2014. I can't even get the month right on number one. I'm Stu Farrell. Hi, Lauren Clark. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Stu. How's it going over there? Perfectly. Kicking it off in perfect style, I would imagine, not even knowing what month it is. No. Well, that's
1: that's, that's fine.
0: That's now the you... least of our concerns. Yeah. Oh, well, it certainly is that. You know what? Stupidly Small is the name of this podcast. It is our number one. Well, it's not the number one yet, but it's our 1st and uh it's good to be back.
1: It is good to be here. And also, uh it's it is going to be small. We're going to try and keep it snappy. It's aren't a chunk. We? It's, it's a, a little
0: chunk. It's it, a morsel.
1: That's it. It's like
0: a... in the world of popcorn chicken, this is like a nice big fat piece. Right. But in the internet, it's not the chicken. It's a piece of popcorn chicken. That makes no sense. <laughs> this
1: is the best analogy of a small thing. If so far used the word big
0: <laughs> and fat. All right, let me start again. Okay, it's what in is the it? in the world of the internet, right? Right. This stupidly small podcast, which yeah. we, we we hope to bring out every day for you. Yeah, we hope to. Yeah. It's like a piece of popcorn chicken on the footpath, but you know what? <laughs> what? From the piece of popcorn chicken comes a drumstick, comes a breast, comes a whole chicken, and hopefully a chicken farm. And that's what stupidlybig.com will eventually be—the chicken farm of the internet. <laughs> I don't think we didn't really workshop that, did that we?
1: It was terrible. It's oh. not going to be a chicken farm. You really need to. We need to. You know what we need roosters. to do? We need to have a meeting about that. We need to have a meeting. Maybe if we had more meetings about how this podcast was going to turn out, then we'd be better off. But we haven't had any meetings, have we, Stu? Because what's no, happened. what's it
0: now. All right.
1: What's happened, just so people know, is we've scheduled how many meetings, Stuart Farrell?
0: 4, four Three. Four.
1: four. Four. We've scheduled four. How many of you turned up to? Four.
0: How many two. have you turned One, up One, Two. To? Two.
1: How many have you turned up to on time?
0: Look, I, I, I'm not understanding why we want to start our first podcast with you attacking me because you know I'm if just, you're scheduling meetings, saying, meetings at perhaps, ten o'clock on a Sunday night, I ain't going to be there.
1: That's not what I've been doing. If you've been paying, I re- said if you were to do that, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot because basically
0: hmm.
1: you've, you've you've opened up the show. And it's our chance to really sort of put ourselves out there and mm-hmm. create a vibe and a, and a kind of brand, I guess, for ourselves. What and what brand. have you done? You've gone with a chicken farm
0: <laughs> that starts with a piece of chicken on a footpath. Well, a piece of popcorn chicken, actually, a very special piece. because what the is popcorn, popcorn chicken? Well, it's like a chunk, uh, depending where you get it from, but it's a chunk of chuck. that's deep fried in a batter. Do you and, know what? It's bite-sized. So this is like this podcast, a bite-sized bit of chicken. I don't even
1: eat chicken. I don't even like the very thought of eating meat. And we've been berated very, very reasonably by vegans and vegetarians before Mm. for this kind of carry-on. And you've gone and you've opened the show Mm. with where a piece of popcorn chicken on the
0: footpath. Well, you know what? I'm not going to be held to ransom by the uh, VEGO or vegan lobby. I'm open to everyone here. That's fair enough, isn't it? (sighs) Barrel. it's it's stupidly small it's not stupidly healthy it's not stupidly vegetarian i think maybe we just stupidly, leave it alone and mm. we
1: don't try and define it as anything to do with any food stuff if we could at all try not to bring food into it, it's took like a us, chop how did we get to food already we haven't even started this thing
0: well it's well this is the beauty of it we don't have any uh constrictions or restraints mm-hmm. we can talk about what we want so it's gonna be meat Every day?
1: No, it's not. I promise you, dear vegetarian right. and vegan listeners, it is not going to be meat every day. Meat for the mind, I mean. Can we no. go there? No, see, even metaphorical meat I'm not happy with.
0: Oh. <laughs> I think what we need to do is we need to... Even s- metaphorical meat I'm not happy with. <laughs> well, that, that is some hardcore vegetarianism <laughs> right there.
1: Especially for somebody who does actually technically eat meat occasionally. Hmm. Anyway, look, the point is... We're going to try and keep it snappy. So far, we've been amazing at that. So it's has been number really one. snappy so far. It's number one. And uh, we're going to try and be semi-regular with it. We're going to try and be actually regular, actually, aren't we? Monday
0: to Friday regular. Yeah. Can we have the weekend off? Yeah, let's All do right.
1: that. And we're going, to, we're going to try and turn up to things on time. We're going to try and turn up to...
0: You mean the podcast will show up at a regular time? You know, well... I mean, and meetings?
1: Well, meetings is what I was getting I at. That. I yep. was more trying to draft, I suppose, a constitution on the run, if you will, mm-hmm. with your good self. Because we do need to just get a few ground rules up and running. And one of those is that there should be two of us in attendance at the podcast, if at all possible. Deal. Yeah?
0: I can do that. And you know what we will be doing what? each week? Thanking our sponsor of the week. And yeah. who is this week's sponsor? Because we can't do this without, you know... No, A bit of assistance.
1: It's been brilliant having sponsors uh, coming on board already and the inaugural sponsor for the Stupidly Small podcast is Uni Bicycles. Now, Uni Bicycles is, uh, is it's down Tin Alley. You know that laneway that cuts through Melbourne
0: University there? I did. used yeah. to deliver cheese to Melbourne Uni, so I'm quite familiar with the grounds. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, how else would I be in this Uni? I mean, I'm not saying I couldn't have studied there. Of course I could have, but I was busy uh, living Yeah, we're busy delivering cheese there. Yeah. Yeah. And salmon. Any continue? Sponsor? (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Anyway, oh. Uni Bicycles is uh,
1: Melbourne's best kept secret, and it is that because the reason is it is down this laneway, it's tucked away down there, and it's, um, it's got new bikes, it's got old bikes, it's got servicing, it's got everything. Well, we'll hear about that later on. And it's, uh, they've been our sponsor, so we're very grateful to them.
0: Can I just ask you one thing yeah. about businesses? Do you really want your business to be a best kept secret?
1: Well, I reckon in Melbourne, best kept secrets are do okay.
0: Like I don't, you don't want to be Sydney's
1: best kept secret. Why? Well, because Sydney's about sort of flashy. Like you know, it's a Harbour Bridge and it's a it's a restaurant with a big view of the. I, I don't think that uh,
0: I don't think Sydney Tourism Authority have really marketed the Harbour Bridge as the best kept secret. But that's what I'm
1: saying. I'm saying because it's such a showy city. Sydney's a great city for visitors, I think, and I think Melbourne's a, a beautiful city, a good city for living in. Although I think Sydney is great too. But I'm just saying, I think being Melbourne, being a best-kept secret in Melbourne, everything in Melbourne's kind of pretending to be a secret. You know, that's why things are down back lanes. It's why there are,
0: you know, there's oh, a...
1: Oh, no. I know. I know I'm not allowed to mention back lanes to you in relation to Melbourne because you're so sick of the cliché. But it is well, a cliché for
0: a reason. For the record, it's not actually back lanes we're talking about here. It's alleys, isn't it? lane ways. Back lanes is a different uh, part of Melbourne altogether. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: Yeah, it is true. Back lanes v laneways, and it has to be cobbled. Well,
0: unless yes, all right. But best kept secret. Yeah. If I had a business, mm. I think I'd want it to be like the, the worst kept secret. Wouldn't mm. that make sense? Maybe. Unless you don't. Unless but you just I, like your lifestyle. You and know, You like to just you get. Do. You know those people that have a, a boat shop on a pier. They don't, it. And I don't want 100 the, boats there. They just want one boat to tinker it. with.
1: And it's like, you know, cheers. Everybody knows your name. That, that kind of, like, the, the locals, you've got your regulars, you've got your little kind of uh, joint tucked away in there that people can. You can really turn up only to.
0: have that sort of business in the country. In the city, if you've got a bar where you knew every cu- customer's name, mm. you'd be out of business. I
1: don't hmm. think so. Well, no way. What are you talking about? If you've, there are cafes, mm. well, not every customer, but most of them. There are cafes all up and down inner city, I reckon, streets that where you go in and people are going, g'day Dave, hey Samantha, yeah, what what coffee are you having this morning, you know, what's your name, and stuff. What's
0: your name, they're out of business.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. You don't know? Unless you're going in there daily and if you've got, you, no, nah. anyway. Okay. We won't continue this discussion, but I do think that if I had a... Podcast, yeah. I wouldn't want it to be a best kept secret. So feel free. That is true. To share, please stupidly do. small podcast down at mm. stupidlybig. dot com. Yep. And uh, let's let's not make this a secret. Okay. Is that pathetic? Actually appealing for uh, people to talk about it?
1: No, it is when you say you're <laughs> appealing to people to talk about it. But that's Farrell, what it
0: was. That's what was. Well, it's a blatant appeal to like no, spread the word. It's just
1: a statement that that's the sort of business you want this to be. You know what I love people to do is join the conversation. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, don't. You've thrown your book down. Do
1: you down. know if I'd said that? Hmm. You would have you would have thrown that You would have just got left the room because I'm not even allowed to say it as a joke. Join the conversation. Join the conversation.
0: But they should join the conversation. Oh. Is it a conversation worth having? This is the main problem.
1: You're making it. It's just a little bit unnerving. Oh. Well, I don't know. It's just a it's It's, it's not. Join the conversation. Well, look, you're the
0: wordsmith out of the two of us. What is Stupidly Small going to be? Just in in, in 50 words. Give uh, it to us.
1: 50 words. Well, you know I'm not a numbers person, so I'm lost already. But uh, I would say, uh, it's, look, it's going to be a, a <laughs> quick daily injection of... Popcorn chicken not popcorn chicken please it's going to be a quick daily injection of a bunch of stuff that we'd like to talk about basically wouldn't it isn't it yeah so we're going to we're going to be uh, talking about, we're going to be talking to other people
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we're going to be talking to each other and we've got sort of it's it's quite well thought through from our perspective in the future <laughs> but at the moment we should make it clear we're learning on the run
0: we're just gonna have some fun. So and, we just can, gonna, uh, and we're just gonna have a bit of a chat. And just we're just, just gonna s- see where it goes. All right. And you know what you get in the bargain? What do you get? Uh, little homemade gems like this one we made on the weekend.
2: Stupid. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Uh, so that. So what's that going mean?
1: we're in a new section now. See oh. that old section that's done. got the intro and the setup. Yeah, whatever. What was that? that?
0: It's a dead bit of grass. It's It's, exactly right. It's a new frontier.
1: You're continuing with your paddock metaphors. I'm big on that. Yeah, no, it's nice. So, now what do you want to talk about? Do you want to do, should we listen to a couple of voicemails? Let's
0: hear from our people. Uh, Hello, Lauren Stu. Uh, Lauren, I wanted to ask you, um, where was your favorite place to eat in Boston? And Stu, um, just wondering where you are with your surfing right now? How's it going? Okay, thanks. See you. Bye. Bit of a blast from the past there, Bob. Very surfing. nice. I was,
1: I was very pleased to get this one. Where, where are you with <coughs> the surfing?
0: Nowhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as with anything in life, I start with a major flash and uh it becomes a piece of junk in the spare room. Oh, no. But, but, no, but no, you, no, you no, no, no. said when this started that... Now that... Uh, because the podcast uh, is different hours to my last job. Yeah. I've, I've now... Got to be driving down the coast quite a bit. You can, mm. you can, but it's going to be tourist season. The problem is, yeah, you go down there, all these amateurs down there, these turos, people touros. get in your face, they <laughs> get in the way. Well, that's with us locals. That's how we talk when right. it comes to people hitting our beaches.
1: And you, as a local, what's your commute like to the beach? Oh, it's
0: about ninety minutes from uh, <laughs> home, which it's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a pain. That, that, that's a bit of a barrier as well. You've got to be able to stay down there, so. Um, I'm hoping, as you know, we've got uh, a bike sponsor this week, but I'm hoping we get a caravan or mobile home, or uh, maybe Brits Campers can come on board. Hello, right? I'm already spooking. Hi, <laughs> everyone out there, at Brits Campers. Um, love to park one of your great vehicles down at the beach.
1: I must just repeat that this never works.
0: It may do because it's worldwide. It. Look, the podcast is different to radio. I mean, right. even though you can hear radio worldwide, it's a bit. Uh, yeah. Podcast is like the deal. Yeah. Well, I don't know what sort of deal it is, because well, (laughs) well, leads to, I think uh, a good friend of mine, leaving Larry, he describes podcasting as um, sitting in a cupboard by yourself (laughs) with a microphone (laughs) that's not plugged in. So (laughs) he's not the greatest fan. I think it's a fantastic description. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: a good description.
0: Now you asked a question about what you're eating in Boston. What's that about?
1: Well, because Boston... my oh, like, favourite place. Mm, yeah. Boston, where I live for a bit, is like Melbourne in the sense that it's a kind of cosmopolitan, you know, city with... Well, trams. Yeah, with trams, mm. yes, the tea. Uh, and also they have some lovely restaurants. But you know what? I mean, I, A, I was a student there. B, yeah. here's a fact about Boston.
0: Nazi goreng was high on the, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. on the <laughs> venue.
1: But also... Mm. Here's a fact about Boston. Now this was a long time ago. This was like nineteen ninety nine or something, right? I'm sure this has changed. But restaurants closed really early in Boston. Everybody went down to eat at five o'clock.
0: It's like a in the massive Arvo. retirement village.
1: It's like a massive the retirement trams. village with trams. Except mm. it, except it's not because the drinking continues until you know, wherever, whenever, but you could only get food really, really early. Sort of
0: the reversal, isn't it? Because most places, well, most governments would want you eating at all hours and drinking restricted, mm. you know, in a restricted manner. But they, it's like a party town with pensioners.
1: Well, it is a college town, so it's pensioners. We, <laughs> we have to be a pensioner to drink. You have to be like twenty-one in order to get a <laughs> drink there. But, uh, but also, I wondered if it was the Irish influence because don't they not eat? Or is it Scotland where they don't eat dinner? They eat like really early and they eat a huge thing at lunch.
0: They do that in Scotland. then they eat at midnight when the pubs close and everyone's eating either, uh, you know, a souvlaki or a fried Mars bar or whatever rubbish they eat out of a caravan. I remember my dad went to Scotland when I was a kid and he came back and said they were boiling their hamburgers back then. Oh, Um, So you'd get this grey patty uh, soaked with water into your bun and uh, you were supposed to eat that after a night on the sauce. Oh. Boiled hamburgers, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing
1: to do with Boston. Okay, so Boston. Um, and as a student, there was one thing that I absolutely loved to do, and it was. Now, this is really going to disappoint Bob uh, because <laughs> it's not like a beautiful place to eat in Boston that I can recommend. Mm. But there was a joint up the road, and it was such a student place to go. There was a queue out the, out the door and it was a frozen yogurt place. Mm. And no, 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 wait, 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 wait.
0: I'm with you, Bob. I'm disappointed. Listen,
1: yeah. <laughs> you could bring your own anything to put in it. And your yogurt. So well,
0: how exciting! So, what no, fruit did you bring? No, to it? Um, you know those
1: Slurpee days where uh, it's in Australia. In Australia, I think it's only an Australian thing. <laughs> international Slurpee Day. How can it be? Only Is it Australian? international? Uh, well,
0: I anyway, think they try. And jazz where dudes up.
1: Rock, rock up and they've got a bathtub because you get a free Slurpee. Yeah, buckets, bathtub. Bath- there yeah. was
0: one guy. I saw. What do you have the other day? I, was, I think he had an urn.
1: Yeah, an urn. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Basically anything you can find is enormous. And it's like... It, because there's a because there's a, a free thing and there's no rule attached to it, so they people can lose exploit their it stuff. Yeah. Mm. So with this one, it was it was like these poor little people had thought and they thought quite sensibly this would be a great idea because people can bring along their own thing and they can kind of customize their frozen yogurt. And then you could get on the wall there was like strawberry you could put in or whatever as well. Groundbreaking. They shut up. But then but but they said this is in a college town, they said BYO whatever you like. And put mm-hmm. it in there. And dudes were bringing along cookies that they'd baked that had... I was going to say, so they were yeah. home-baked cookies with, yeah. using the uh, green flour. Exactly. Okay. That sort of thing. And that makes there, sense. And there were people rocking up with uh, just, yeah, shoving in like a... a Whiskey? You know, just, try, just trying as hard as they could to really exploit that rule. Right. And I think it was a fiver. I think it was five bucks or something. Like you know, for for frozen yogurt, it would have been overpriced, but it was for the novelty, and people were really getting their money's worth. And I got to say, I loved it
0: because you would go along. This is your favorite meal, five dollar yogurt. Wasn't, it wasn't that it was mm, like, the culinary capital of the year. This, no, Boston. it wasn't.
1: That it was. It was just that when you say, "What was your favorite place to eat in Boston?" You know how you go and you eat in a restaurant, and it's and it's like beautiful food, but it's also like the ambiance and it's lovely, and com- the company's nice mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, then that's really that's the that, complete that's,
0: opposite of what you're talking about. It is
1: the complete opposite in a sense. But I remember, I can remember all these nice restaurants I went to, but I don't really think that they blew my mind in the same way that turning up to this it was like a party. With a whole lot of strangers at it, who are all doing something tiny bit naughty. What
0: about now? That I mean, I think the experience only holds up if you would go there now and still think it was an, a special event or a special. Do you really place think that? I, no,
1: I don't. Because do you know what? It's it memory is a memory for you. That's all. It is associated with this time in my life where that sort of thing was, uh, you know, like I'd been at I'd been at the I'd been at Boston College for the whole day. There's a there was just a there was something about Boston as a college town that was just really. Unique in the sense mm. that, not, you know, you can't be really unique. Just unique, Lauren. Anyway, which was <laughs> that there was so there were kind of rules that were set up because it was a college town. So I think I've spoken about this before, but there were um, the real estate laws were really pro tenant. Yeah, they looked after the tenants. There was a, there was a Boston College bus that drove you to the library at Boston College from anywhere in Boston at any time of day or night because the it library was open. Library. The library was open. No, but this is, the, this is where the, the benefit comes in. So it would go and pick you up wherever you were. Not wherever you were, but there were stops everywhere. Mm. And um, there it would take you to the college library. And the college library was open until like three, three or four in the morning. So what it secretly was, was your bus
0: home. And your taxi.
1: You know, you'd get, you'd get, there was a stop right outside a a pub called Mary Ann's, which everybody called Scary Ann's, uh, because it was revolting. And we would, you would just spill out the front of that, jump on the library bus, (laughs) and get a lift back to the college or somewhere near. The college
0: where you live. All right. Well, I think Bob's got his money's worth for that answer anyway.
1: Oh, well, all right. So, no, well, I
0: mean, I'm being serious. And it, we, just we do have another caller.
1: Okay. Listen, Bob, hey, thanks. It's always good to talk about Boston, even if I'm the only one who is, uh, you know,
2: finding it
0: interesting. Um, and... No, I did find it interesting. I just thought your choice of food was pretty poor. Hello,
2: Stu and Lauren. It's Jenny in Edinburgh. Um, today is Norman McKeague's birthday. Um, He was a Scottish poet that, if you haven't heard of him by now, um, there's been a Norman McCaig-shaped hole in your life. So I want to share with you Basking Shark, which is one of my favourite poems of his. Basking Shark To stub an oar on a rock where none should be, To have it rise with a slounge out of the sea, Is a thing that happened once too often to me. But not too often though enough, I count as gain that once I met on a sea tin-tacked with rain that room-sized monster with a matchbox brain. He displaced more than water, he shoggled me centuries back, this decadent townie shook on a wrong branch of his family tree. Swish up the dirt and when it settles a spring is all the clearer. I saw me in one fling emerging from the slime of everything. So who's the monster? The thought made me grow pale for 20 seconds while sail after sail, the tall fin slid away and then the tail.
0: Mm, Jenny Nevin.
2: Isn't that beautiful? Who was it? Norman
1: McCaig. Norman McCaig. McCaig. I've got a big
0: Norman McCaig-sized hole in my life.
1: Well, you don't need Not anymore, no. Did you, uh, do you think there's anything more beautiful in terms of just listening? But if somebody knows how to read a poem and it just falls in just the right way rhythmically across the whatever that part of your brain is, mm. it just does something beautiful, does it not?
0: I'm learning to well, appreciate And we should thank Jenny Niven. That call came all the way from Edinburgh, as you heard. I think we've had quite the international um, flavour. What's mm. Jenny doing with herself over there? Do you know? Running
1: the world running literarily the world. Very um nice. uh, but uh, i you know i I am actually not terribly familiar uh and 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 but listening to that I w- wish to become more so, especially because of the what was it the tin tack rain on the water just
0: to me that sounds like a poem, you'd read a child,
1: yeah, well it's. Poetry is great for kids. Mm. I reckon when kids are really little and they don't even understand language yet, rhythm they understand. You know, there is something hardwired, I reckon, in your brain. It's why lyrics and music work. It's the same sort of thing.
0: Well, there's that whole movement where people are trying to lump in hip-hop and poetry. I mean, it's always been considered street poetry, but it's now becoming... <clears throat> part of the mainstream poetry gang's uh, MO. Well, it's to, almost to taking throw over, it could yeah. be argued. Okay. Yeah. And you're not a fan of that uh, direction?
1: Um, do you know what? When it first started happening, I thought it was pretty amazing. It's just that now, it's just that as soon as something becomes a thing, uh, it be- the repetition of it becomes, it's got to avoid becoming a trope that everybody just falls into really easily. You know what I mm. mean? It's just a bit like that.
0: Tell you what's not easy, doing a show like this without a sponsor. That is true. We should thank today's sponsor, Lauren.
1: We should thank today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Uni Bicycles, Stu Farrell. Now, Uni Bicycles is in Tin Alley, which is that gorgeous little laneway that cuts through Melbourne Uni. And uh, it is
0: unibicycles.com.au. And what's about this Melbourne's best kept secret malarkey I keep hearing?
1: Well, because it is, it's kind of tucked away down this back lane, and it's a little, little kind of uh, hidden shop. And inside, you will find <laughs> bike stuff. <laughs> bike stuff, new and old. Mm-hmm. Uh, service. They'll 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 fix your stuff. They're yes. honest. They're total rat bags. Um, but 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 they've done us a little deal too, because this is how uh, this, this is how good these guys are. Free racing air, eh, for all your tires. Mm-hmm. Free air, that's a good deal. But also uh, lots of listening to old blokes banging on about the good old days, which I don't think you get enough of these days. And also 15 off, 15% off uh, for cash when you mention this podcast. Do
0: you know what? That podcast is stupidly small, by the way.
1: Stupidly small. Uh, you can even mention stupidly big. You can mention stupidly small or stupidly big and you will get 15% off. Now that is a considerable chunk.
0: And that is... Uh, if you're c- spending $1,000 on repairs, that's 150 bucks right there. It's amazing. What sort of bike is going to cost you 1000 to fix? I don't know, but that's sort of <laughs> numbers we're talking about here are stupidly small.
1: But also we do uh, really want to thank uh, Uni Bicycles for doing that. And if you've got a bike that needs fixing or you need to buy a helmet or something, pop in and, and support them uh, and thank them very much for supporting us.
0: We will be doing that all week because a sponsorship does go for a week. Anyway, Lauren. Yep. Is it time for us to wrap this up? I think it might be. All right. Well, look, thank you to everyone that called us on our uh, voicemail line. That number, zero three nine zero seven nine eight nine four seven. Ring at any time. Yep. Leave a message. Become part of the show.
1: You can also go to forward slash voicemail at the end of our site website, which is www.com stupidlybig.com forward slash voicemail and you can leave leave us a voicemail there. Uh, We've got lots of them backed up so don't worry if you didn't hear yours today thank you. We love them all and we're going to be getting you guys to join us for the rest of the week. So if you've got something to say Got any thoughts or anything? Questions? Do go to the website, you can find it easily. You don't need to worry about any uh, jotting down the numbers or anything, it's all there.
0: And don't forget, of course, if you want to find out when the Stupidly Big podcast is released each morning, go to stupidly big at Twitter or yep. head to facebook.com forward slash stupidly big or stupidly big at gmail.com. We'll say these for a little while just so you get your heads around it before you know it. it's just going to become part of your life, it's become like a mould that you can't really cut off, but you can't scratch off it, oh, so
1: can't get rid of it. That's the most hideous. We're not going to leave it on that note. are we? Do you know what else people can do, well. which would really help us? If you could go to iTunes and find the podcast on iTunes and and either leave a comment or rate us or something there, uh, that makes apparently this huge difference and means that mm. basically we,
0: we exist in a more kind of f- formal manner. Sweet. Well, we're learning along with you. Hope you stick with us. Lauren Clark, thank you so much. The inaugural edition, very exciting. It is very exciting, yeah. isn't it, Steve Farrell? We'll Thanks you to
1: everybody for their support, too. It's been awesome. And it's, see you tomorrow.